Unheard Yorkshire is a new podcast brought to you by Settle Stories, where we reveal hidden stories from Yorkshire. Unheard Yorkshire from Settle Stories. Hello. I'm Sita Brand and your host for this podcast where we explore stories of arriving in the picturesque Dales market town, Settle. If you don't settle at Settle, you won't <laughs> settle anywhere, you see. He didn't care where we settled. Ivy Seeger, interviewed by the late Bill Mitchell, former editor of The Dalesman, in 1993. Bill interviewed people from all over the Dales over about 60 years. When he joined The Dalesman magazine in 1948, Harry Scott, the founder, said to him, put people before things. Bill did just that and captured wonderful and little-known stories of Dale's life. Here he is, listening to Ivy Seeger, telling him about arriving in Settle. Stepfather says, if you don't settle at Settle, you (laughs) won't settle anywhere, you see. He didn't care where we settled. However, when I went for the ticket, Mm. Settle never heard on it. Never heard on it, he said. On the station. On the station. He says, we'll have to have a look at booking station. We'll have to have a look. So, however, he looked it up and looked it up and, and he said, oh, I hear it is, he said. Uh, he said, but they'll have to change at Leeds, you see. Well, I've never been as far as down road, you know, and I thought, oh, dearie me. However, when I was coming in to settle, the uh, horse chestnut trees were out at Hanley, pink and white, pink... Gorgeous, and I've always been country, and my mother has ever since seeds were penny a packet. We, you know, we had a bit of garden, and uh, and I'm looking round, and and it was lambing, you know, little lambs were in field. I thought, oh, I'm going to like this, you know, but however, uh, the the lady that met me, you see, uh, the time before she'd met somebody else at Skipton because the porter had told him that. You won't, oh, you won't stop there, you know, not a very good place, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. However, we got settled in and, and I got settled in. People from all over England have settled here, or the world for that matter. Let's talk to one of Settle's most recent newcomers, Andrea. So how did you come to live in Settle? Well, I'm from South Africa and my grandfather originally came from Yorkshire. Um, and I was in a very fortunate position where I could choose anywhere in the whole of England to come and live. So I thought, well, Yorkshire would be a good place to start looking. And I found my way to settle, and I chose here because it's the most beautiful place. Tell us about the day you arrived. Well, I came on the train with um, lots of luggage, and my son, and he had lots of luggage too, and we had to get the luggage off the train and then get back on the train and take more luggage off and it was um, yeah it was a lot of luggage that reminds me of Bill when he uh, interviewed um, Alice Maunders and also Geoffrey Seeger remi- uh, remembering Alice Maunders arriving uh, by train here in Settle 
got settled. I was in Edinburgh at Clark's, yeah. and uh, she got off the train. She said, excuse me, could you tell me where uh, McAvoy's is? I said, I can show you. Yeah. And I took her at wall and I pointed up the valley. Yeah. I said, that's, that's McAvoy's. Yeah. Oh, she said, how far to get there? Is, uh, is there any buses? I said, no. Yeah. And she had to walk, and she had a big case, nobody to meet her. Yeah. And uh, so I carried a case, yeah on the bike to the town hall, to uh, the shop, you know, at uh, Clark's. And then she set off. And I said, I'll see if there's anything for up that way. And there was. And I met her just down by the church. And I took the case off her. And I walked with her to the other side of the bridge. And I said, go through these fields. I said, footpath, go straight through and I'll meet you. At the other end. And I went round, with the, you know, and I took her right to the... Uh, uh, but the nobody met her. Mm. Fancy all that work. Now, when Alice spoke to Bill Mitchell in 1989, she remembered her arrival in Settle in the 20s very differently. She was a frightened young girl when she arrived. These are her memories of that day. And you came to Settle... Um, I think when I was fit, I came in the 19... When the oh, 19 you don't mind me just taping this, do you? Uh, I'm, uh, what I'm thinking of particularly is just asking you a little about the McAvoys of Stackhouse oh, and their yeah. way of life. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, well, came I came in when the 1926 strike mm. was on. It would be 1927 when I came, uh, because the strike went on. It mm. was a minor strike to start with, mm. and then the railway men came out, and it, and it became a, mm. a general strike. Mm. Well, no way could a girl get a job no, up no. there, no. because there was no such things as mills. There were no mills up in the north of England. Mm. It was the shipyards, you know, mm. building Vickers mm. Armstrongs. They, but the, the employed all men. Mm. An odd time a girl would get a job as a secretary. Mm. But as soon as that hit, girls were sacked. All girls were sacked mm. and the men took over. What mm. lads there were left, they gave the jobs then. So there was nothing but for us girls to come down into mm. domestic service. Mm. And I was 15, just 15 mm. and a half when I came. And how did you get down here? By train? I came down by mm. train. Mm. Uh, apparently Mackie mm. Voice and the Amblers at Lockland Hall were brother and sister. Mm. Brother and sister married brother and sister. The Mackie Voice married into the into the Amblers and the Amblers married into the mm. Mackie Voice. Mm. And my friend was a bit older than mm. me and uh, she heard that Mrs. Ma McEvoy was wanting a little between maid mm. and uh, so she wrote to me mm. and asked me if I would like to mm. come mm. and the mother said oh I don't know she's mm. only a Ben you know mm. they were called mm. Ben's and mm. those she's only a Ben and uh, but anyway I was full of it I wanted to own the, mm. the world you know mm. I wanted to so I did come and I came by train and it was arranged that McEvoy would meet me at Settle mm. Station she hadn't a car in those days. It was horse and trap like you showed on the film. Mm -hmm. And when I got, well, I cried all the way from Newcastle to uh, mm -hmm. Leeds. And then I had to change at Leeds and I had to ask the, the guard, had to mm -hmm. tell me what train to get on to come to Hellyfield. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't know they called it Hellyfield. I called it Highfield, but it wasn't. It apparently it mm -hmm. was Hellyfield. It was the way they pronounced them mm -hmm. and we pronounced them mm -hmm. in the north. 
and uh, I changed the telly field for Settle. Mm. And there, rem there was a couple on there I remember very, very well. And they were going on, so they were probably going up to Appleby that way, because mm. they were on the train with me. And she saw me looking out of the, uh, mm. the window, crying, mm. you know, just thinking about home and what I was going mm. for. It dawned on me when I got away mm. that life was going to start all over again. And they gave me a bar of chocolate and they told me when to get off at Settle, which was mm. very kind. And when I got off at Settle, there was this lady standing on the platform, mm. all by herself, the snow on the ground, the 14th of January, I can remember it as mm. plain as the day. Mm. And I had my clothes down to my ankles to make me look a little bit older. And I had a huge trunk mm. with, you know, with those rolled tops. You know, thought I was emigrating to America. <laughs> But my mother had aprons, all my uniform, black stockings, mending tape and everything that a girl would want. Writing paper and envelopes so that I would write back in stamps so that I could write home and tell them how I was going on or if I wanted to go back. But this lady was standing on the, on the platform at Settle Station and she came up to me and she says, are you Alice? I said, yes, I am. She says, oh, aren't you tiny? Mm -hmm. Which I would look tiny in those days, wouldn't mm -hmm. I? And I was young and slim. Mm -hmm. And uh, they got me box out of the um, mm -hmm. guard's van. And she, they, they carried it to this trap. Well, it nearly filled a trap. There was only room for Mrs. McEvoy and me to squeeze in. And I remember going up Stackhouse Lane mm -hmm. with this hot clopping all the way and I thought oh what a long way from mm. Settle and I didn't even see Settle mm. till my first day off mm. and I remember uh, mm. do you remember Billy Armistead yes. he yes. Uh, he married the younger nurse there which was Betsy mm. and uh, she went away to, she was the, uh, the, the the children's under nurse mm. and she brought me into Settle. So Andrea how did you feel when you arrived? Were you worried and scared too? Well, I was a lot older, um, so no, and um, I, I was just very, very excited to be here. How did your son feel about it? Well, he was a teenager, so... Um, he would have been about the same age that Alice was when she arrived. He was, he was very scared, yeah. Now, not everyone arrived by train. More recently, people have arrived by car. Here's Pat Harding talking about how she and her family came to live in Settle. My husband was working at the time for his uncle as a carpet fitter and we had the two kids in the back of a transit van, which is a carpet fitting van, with no seat belts or anything back in those days. And we landed in Settle and we went to the Naked Man. And uh, there were two lovely older ladies there. And at the time, the Naked Man cafe was in the bit where the uh, bakery bit is now that was a cafe and it genuinely was real Yorkshire teas you would get ham and eggs and whatever um, and all the farmers used to come in on Tuesday for tea for dinner there lunch or whatever they called it is that it. because it was the market it was the market day and that was the place that these two two lovely ladies would give them exactly what they wanted which was a great big Yorkshire tea and these two ladies really took a shine to my daughters and um, we just thought it, they were so lovely that we came back several times and then decided that we would move here and uh, that's when we found the railway cottages at, uh, at Selside. Young people are still coming to live in Settle. Here's Jessica talking about her experience. 
So the first time I came up to visit Settle, um, it was with my mum and um, we were driving up and it was the middle of March and it was absolutely teeming it down. Um, the rain was so bad, mum was going up on the A65 about 30 miles an hour, the least popular person on the road. Um, all the fields, they were, they were completely covered in puddles and we thought, oh this can't be right, this must be the worst rain they've had in years. But I've since learned that that happens every year. <laughs> Um, so we got to settle, um, parked up, we started walking around and we couldn't, there was no one around. We thought, oh, it must be because of the rain that there's no one here. But then we were walking further and realised there's literally nobody until we um, decided to walk through the social club. And it turns out everybody in Settle was just having a drink on a cold and wet um, Saturday evening. And then we went to another pub, uh, which we thoroughly enjoyed, which was also full of people having a great time um, and lots of dogs as well. So I think I felt settled as soon as I sat down, was petting a dog and was got it all warm and everybody was very, very kind and jolly. Next week, we'll hear stories of love and romance in the Dales. Here's a sneak peek. This is Mrs Mason, interviewed by Bill Mitchell in 1981, where she tells the story of who she cuddled up with. Somebody said to me at the over 60s club, what's the matter with you two? You sit with your heads together, you're having a, a very talk. She said, and this lady who is a widow, she said, you don't talk to Bill like that. He's my boyfriend. He has a wife. This is all just... Uh, oh, I said, Lizzie, you don't know half of it. I said, I've slept with Bill many a time. I said, cuddle him up. He said, yes, when my tooth, my teeth ache was bad, he said, you've cuddled me up. These children we used to have, you see, and Nellie used to say... Put him to bed because your mother, after her husband came back, you see, my mother would say, No, Nellie, you don't stay. You have a home and a husband, you go home, you see, and she would say, Put him to bed and I would stop all night. This podcast is sponsored by the Yorkshire's Millennium Trust as part of Stories in Stone. Stories in Stone is a scheme of conservation and community projects concentrated on the Ingleborough Dales area. The scheme was developed by the Ingleborough Dales Landscape Partnership, led by Yorkshire's Millennium Trust and supported by the National Lottery Heritage Fund.